thanks to Super Steel Tamworth, there's Steel, and then there's Super Steel Tamworth. This is the 2TM News Podcast with Tony Ambrogetti and Tim Coates. Welcome to the 2TM News Podcast. Joining us in the studio today, there's James Cooper from NIAS and Mike Rowland, the manager of ALEC, as well as my lovely co-host, Tim Coates. So what are we talking about today, Tim? Well, we thought we'd talk about sports tourism and the economic benefits to Tamworth, the gaps in the market, the need probably for an update on surveys and where to from here, because we've got lots of good stuff. Some people know about it, some people don't, and there is stuff that we still need. So who better to have than these two gentlemen? Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us today. So, uh, James, can you tell us a little bit about what NIAS does and how that brings people to town? Sure. Um, the, the Northern Inland Academy of Sport is uh, our region's pre-elite or sub-elite sports academy, and we're a member of the Regional Academies of Sport Network. So, collectively, our job's pretty simple. We, we uh, grab talented athletes from you know, high school ages from around our, our designated regions and put them into uh, programs, sporting programs, with an aim of, of upskilling them, not only uh, upskilling but educating as well and transitioning them through the pathway within their chosen sport to the next level. So essentially it's a connect between community with the goal of uh, pushing athletes through the pathway to the elite level Uh, and uh, above above that we bring uh, events or run events um, not only regionally with our our academy programs as part of the academy network, the academy games and uh, NIAS in Tamworth has hosted the, the national primary games obviously shut down with COVID last year but prior to that we hosted it for five years and it'll be back this year and and that event I guess that's a a, you know a multi-pronged attack for us one is to expose our brand to athletes or potential athletes Um, but two it's it's about bringing people to the city and and adding value to to Tamworth and our region more broadly. And just to pick up off that before we get to Mike, uh, council waives fees for you guys it's somewhere less than ten thousand dollars for that waiving of that ten thousand dollars what's the economic benefit? Yeah, they do. Historically, um, over, the, over the years, we've had our, our fees waived from, from TRC. We run a, a report at the end of, of each uh, national primary games, and there's a formula that's um, far too complex for me to explain here and now. But the last time we ran the NPG, it was 2,500 participants that sort of came from across the eastern seaboard. And the, the economic benefit or impact to the Tamworth community over a weekend was over over 2.1 million dollars so um, I guess that's the the proposal we take or the foundation on the proposal we take to council when asking for the waiving of those facilities is that uh, an event to to Tamworth when you talk bed nights and, and spend of people from people who come here uh, brings a good a good impact economically to our city and, and um, yeah it's, it's something that we value. Verified by Destination New South Wales, apparently using a very complex formula. (laughs) It's also, I guess, from, like, I'm looking at it thinking, you know, no kids coming to Tamworth by themselves. So it's not just a bed night for the person that's competing, those 2,000 people. It's also their parents and their families and everything that comes along with it. Absolutely. It's, uh, the formula's broken down. So it's those that travel and those that are local. Uh, And then, I think from memory, it's 1.6 people per participant uh, is what they they calculate as coming to town. And then there's a a dollar value put to either if you're a traveller or you're a local. There's a dollar value per day put to the formula. And you put all the numbers in, it spits out this figure. And yeah, for us, it it was over 2 million. 
That's great. So, Mike, I guess ALEC, what does ALEC do? Some people might see it, you know, not being used every day, but when it is used, what is it used for and what kind of benefit is that bringing? Yeah, thanks, Tony. Look, there's no doubt, uh, as you say, ALEC is, uh, I guess, somewhat a jewel in the crown of the, the economic contribution that, that Tamworth uh, derives from out-of-sporting activities. And that was seen very early in the piece, uh, back all the way back in 2008 when, uh, when ALEC first opened. And, of course, uh, Tamworth Regional Council uh, conducted a study in that particular year which was delivered to councillors in 2009 about the, the economic impact of sport to the Tamworth region. And, uh, and equine at that time was showing for the Tamworth whole of the Tamworth region of a, a little over $5 million um, economic contribution to the area. Now, the calculation actually uh, wasn't all that difficult for that report back in 2008, and we continue to copy that same calculation really uh, to, to understand the level of importance of, of what it is that visitation to our city through events held at ALEC uh, provides. And, and that was really simple back then. It was uh, looking at what is the, uh, the number of visitor nights that are created by, by any particular event, uh, multiplied by the dollar value spend per night per person that is advised by Destination New South Wales for our particular region. So that's for the New England and Northwest region. So if we look at, uh, you know, uh, let's let's leave COVID aside, let's leave our our horror year uh, aside. But for the uh, for the 19, the eighteen nineteen um, financial year, full financial year, where we actually had some full operations, um, we saw just over $17 million, just short of $17.3 million contributed to the, the Tamworth local economy because of visitor nights, because of the nights that people physically spent in Tamworth because of events at the ALEX. So that equated to just short of 110,000 visitor nights in that particular year. And uh, talking about bookings, I mean, people say, oh, it's a white elephant, nobody goes there. Um, two out of three days, is that right? You're occupied? Yeah, look, across the year, that's right, Tim. Um, we had, uh, for example, in uh, in that eighteen nineteen year, there was there were just over two hundred and sixty utilised days for the year for the for the venue. Um, the average length of stay, what, you know, what is interesting, uh, a lot of people who aren't necessarily driving past consistently um, wouldn't necessarily get to see uh, just the activity that is on site. Now we we have a uh, an event. Uh, in any in any normal year, we, we have an event schedule of around 35 events a year. And so that means we have... It's an average length of stay of uh, about seven days. So so we find that, that rather than people, you know, moving in for one or two days, they're here for a week uh, when they come to Tamworth. And, of course, whilst they're here, they're looking to spend money in our community. So it's not just off the back of their sporting activity, obviously. It's off the back of the, you know, the many... The retail opportunities and... Uh, motor vehicle repair opportunities and all of those types of things that come along with people coming and spending time in our community. All right, now taking, taking a lead through that, through those particular things, there's $20 million between the two of you, roughly, give or take. Um, I think the sports audit done by Paul Sullivan, if I remember correctly, about 2008-9, gave us an opportunity of about $34, $35 million if, if Tamworth run itself right. That's with all the sports in. Um, with a maximum opportunity going forward to exceed the Country Music Festival, uh, and that, that was probably always the aim because the Country Music Festival was circa 50-odd million dollars depending if you talk to Max Ellis or others, depend, depends on who's telling the story. So is that still achievable, guys? I don't care who jumps in first. 
I will. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think so. And, and I think the, the thing, uh, the attraction about Tamworth is we've obviously, we're, we're in, uh, located in, in prime, prime real estate, if you will, between Sydney and, and Brisbane connecting the, the, the inland route. Uh, and I think um, TRC, as, as a council, have been tremendous over a number of years in, in driving not only um, you know, event-based opportunities, but they've, through their Blueprint 100, which I'm sure Mike can elaborate on more, but have <coughs> set a, a target of, of population growth. It's aspirational, but it means that there's an appetite within the city to, to really drive um, events and, and a population north, and naturally that makes us more, more attractive when you talk about um, new facilities we've got, uh, hopefully facilities to come it means that to to the the sports estate and national level sporting organizations well you're an attractive proposition as a city to bring some of your major events to so Mike, just a, a question back to you the precinct where ALEC is obviously we've now got three globally recognized hockey fields out there um, there's some land out there there's a great athletics track there's a criterium track of stuff we can do there's another basketball netball whatever you want to call it court out there You've got better facilities. You can now do stuff with dressage. You've got the cross country. Um, what's the aspiration out there? What What is the, the hope? I think there's another two, three stages to be done out there yet. Yeah, look, there sure is, Tim. And uh, look, James mentioned the uh, you know the work that Tamworth Regional Council's done, and, and we talked earlier about that 2008 survey, which seemed to kick off much of of where we've been since that period. Tamworth Regional Council completed a, a sport and recreation strategic plan uh, last year, which is a fantastic document. It's available openly on the uh, on the Tamworth Regional Council website, and I'd invite anyone to uh, to visit that document. There's some fantastic information in it that really builds the story about what it is that Tamworth has done over over recent years, but where they're looking to head, and, and really well uh, presented by the manager of sports and rec there um, in Paul Kelly. The, the document um, does talk about certainly those, those fantastic facilities that we do have um, that are, are delivered there right for us and, and have you know, made some major changes, particularly what we now know as the Northern Inland Centre of Sporting Excellence. So, as you say, it uh, includes um, ALEC, the, uh, the Sports Dome, the new Regional Athletic Centre, the, the Cycling Centre, uh, that you know has both a Criterion track and a Velodrome track. The uh, the the new changes uh, out there at hockey, which are just absolutely amazing. It's it is a wonderful place um, from Tamworth's perspective to be the jewel in our crown. Of course, it, it isn't the only thing. You know, and, and with changes over the uh, the last few years with the Wests Group and the development of the Scully Park complex, uh, you know, the, the Tamworth Mountain Bike Park, the the, the Various facilities around Tamworth um, continue to grow and I think um, you know, really are, are well supported within that strategy, that blueprint strategy that, that Tamworth talks about so often now um, and, is, and is really integral to seeing the whole of the region develop. I mean, when we talk about sport, you know, the, the dollar value of sport, the dollar value of sport to, to our region it comes in two parts. Certainly from our point of view, we, we see it on a daily basis about that visitation dollar, about that, that dollar that we would not have seen in creating some sort of tourism. People are, are in our region because we have these wonderful facilities and they can take part in their sporting activity. The other addition, of course, to that is the fact that 
that it grows the health economy. It, you know, it, it helps. It's front and centre there for people. And as James, I'm sure, would attest to in the development of, of youth in particular, the improvement of the health of our own region continues to grow through that. But just as importantly, the growth for the region, you know, the, the, the reason for people to come and spend time to actually decide that they're going to come and live in our region uh, really comes about because we have these facilities, these capabilities, people get to experience them, they get to see them, and they decide to come and move themselves into these areas, which only continues to help grow our region and, and facilitate our economy through sports. Everyone's mentioned here, you know, the potential that we have and obviously that survey that you talked about earlier, Tim, said there was growth of, you know, uh, or a potential to bring in 35 million. That was obviously, you know, 10 years ago. So I'm guessing the estimation would be higher now. But we're looking at, you know, COVID year aside, you know, maybe 20, 25 million. So how do we get to that next stage and what's missing? I'll put that to all of you, but um, James, do you want to start? (laughs) I knew you'd get first going because of your hair. Yeah, no, straight in. Lucky this one's uh, not being filmed. But um, look, for for us, I think uh, Mike touched on a really important point that that with with the link to health, either either consciously or subconsciously, when you choose to participate in a sport and recreation of any side um, and, and you do that consistently, that brings with it benefits to not only your own health but to the strain it puts on our system financially. So that brings um, enormous benefits and is, is an important um, thing to, to sort of raise at the start. As far as growth goes uh, at the city, I think from, from our perspective and, and dealing in the, the sub-elite space, if you will, it's all about facilities, it's about infrastructure, it's about investment. And if you can set the standard high when you're investing, uh, as, as Mike will know out at the ALEC, uh, at that precinct out there, there's international standard facilities out there now. The quality of those facilities then becomes readily accessible to our community members. So naturally you'd expect sports, regardless of which sport it is, if they're, if they're running and operating out of international standard facilities, their product becomes more attractive, their engagement at the community level is greater. Naturally, their talent then too grows uh, and in our space, we get access to better quality athletes. The region produces better quality athletes, but with a link back to health, health with the right investment, our region becomes healthier and, and it's um, we, we ran a, a workshop recently that uh, as, as Regional Academy with as the Regional Academy that sort of outlines some of the, the poor health statistics we have and it was flagged in that workshop that the, the suburbs that make up West Tamworth are the fattest in the nation uh, and we nearly double the national average as far as obesity goes and of course that's then linked to, to chronic disease, cardiovascular disease, diabetes that is it's sort of about flipping the, the norm if you will in our, in our society and sport and recreation at, at the foundation level can do that and I think um, from, from certainly from our perspective if you can set a standard uh, a really high standard with, uh, with quality facilities it, it makes it really uh, it makes it really ch- achievable. So do we have all of the facilities that we need or what's no. missing in there? <laughs> no we don't. What, what's missing in there that will get us to that next stage of being able to provide you know that greater financial and health benefit for the community look you know i'm, I'm going to shoot because i can't because um i don't answer to anybody <laughs> so i'll go i'll go i don't answer the the, the swimming pool complex out in that area the long complex needs to go in it needs to happen i don't care where the money comes from it's got to come um we need that facility to stop people going to country championships of swimming in sydney which is ridiculous that should not happen 
Water polo obviously needs that opportunity because again, water polo super strong in Tamworth. You develop to a certain level, the kids are going to do the hunter to play for hunter teams rather than stay at home. We've also got to put some affordable accommodation out there, guys. Um, that's, uh, I mean, people camp on Mike's facility, uh, but kids, we've got two and a half thousand odd beds in Tamworth, which are, and on a good event, they're booked out. There's no accommodation available, but there's also the affordable option. There's always been Mike, as I believe it, the bunkhouse type scenario set up for out in that precinct, and it's needed. Something that's affordable, needed. And we also need two all weather pitches out there for rugby, rugby league, football, soccer that can then be converted into an AFL pitch, maybe with a cricket pitch in the middle, so that we can actually get those high-level games out there as well. So, Mike, you mentioned before quite a lot of facilities that you were talking about. What do you see as kind of the next stage for Tamworth to keep that growth, development and increase those both financial and health benefits? <clears throat> Tony, I, I, don't, I certainly don't disagree with either Tim or James's um, attitudes in respect to facilities. But, but, you know, one of the other very important elements that we, we need to remember, we can have the greatest facilities in the world, but if we don't have the people that can support those facilities, then uh, then it's not going to help us at all. We're not going to be able to operate events. You know, one of the, one of the most wonderful things, I think, uh, in t particularly in terms of you know, growing up in a place like Tamworth, sports like hockey, um, sports like cricket, even rugby league, um, and certainly, uh, you know, equine. Those, those have been um, mainstays, and, and I don't mean to leave football out there, the round ball game, Tim, but that certainly has developed significantly uh, at a later stage. The, these, these sports had the right sorts of people around them. They, they had and continue to have people who want to grow their particular sport. They have a passion for uh, the sport itself and for the opportunities that exist really in around delivering the sporting and physical activity outcomes. Now, what's then grown from, from that is that capability to develop real opportunities for economic growth. And so I, I, personally, I see the two going hand in hand. We can rush around and say, throw us all the money in the world and we can develop some wonderful facilities, and we have done. And I think that's, you know, we've got to respect the fact that our region has continued to grow significantly. That doesn't mean to say we should rest on our laurels, not for a moment, but it does mean that we need to continue to nurture and look after the people as well. And, and I think NIAS do that very well through their programs that a lot of these younger people that perhaps aren't going to end up being the sporting stars of the future are certainly going to be our sporting administrators of the future, people with a passion for delivering that sporting and physical activity outcome. But through the knowledge that they've gained in some of these programs, they will help continue to support what infrastructure can be developed. So are you trying to tell me that we should have a sports precinct manager working for Tamworth Regional Council? Uh, look, I think, I, I think, I think from the, the plan, the, the strategic plan that Tamworth Regional Council have in place, there's, some real, there's a really good basis for some information to continue to move forward there. Look, there is no doubt Northern Land Centre of Sporting Excellence is the jewel in our crown. And it will, in my personal belief, it will continue to grow significantly. It just, it makes all the sense in the world. And when I say grow, I don't necessarily just mean in facilities, I mean in its use. You know, we, given the, the uh, 
relative speed of of uh, change from the industry's point of from the sporting industry's point of view the the capability of uh, of Tamworth to offer the facilities up to some of those major events that we don't yet have the state and regional level events that we don't yet have around the the athletics and the and the cycling um, you know around even some of the opportunities that exist still around uh, things like that you know wonderful netball and basketball facilities the, there are still opportunities there which will allow us to continue to grow and if we get ourselves I think anyway if we get ourselves lost in thinking that we have to have something new every week that uh, we then lose that opportunity to grow what exists there right now yeah but you've got to look at it i mean with what james is doing bringing athletes through the programs and there's an equestrian in the lone star program etc we are developing athletes and there are people moving in from maureen narrabri moving down from armadale to use the facilities here in tamworth so we are draining the, the hub around us of talent and i if anybody wants to disagree, jump in. But we are the, the elite are coming in for cricket, whatever. We need to have that next level of activity, and we, you know, we've proven we can be a quarantine hub with rugby league. We can be somewhere where the Matildas uh, opposition can come and train before the Women's World Cup of football. We can do that sort of stuff. We've got those facilities. That's the sort of business that will bring opportunity to town that we can invest in. But it's got to be managed by by council unfortunately you know that they lead the grant application process on most of this so i guess um we've outlined you know quite a lot of things that we've got and where we want to go in the long term uh COVID aside what have you got coming up soon and what would you like to see in the immediate future going forwards just to wrap up for today and maybe how anyone listening can get in contact with you if they want to participate or have an idea to share Sure. Um, from from NIAS, this year is about returning to normal. Uh, we've had a, a, a an interrupted year, as, as the world has had through COVID, um, and it's brought with it its own unique challenges. We now have, uh, what we've found is we've got more relevance in the sporting world. Sport has been hit, at, like many industries, financially, and that's grown an opportunity for us to deliver more sporting programs as an academy. Our events will come back onto the calendar um, and, and will return in 2021, which is exciting for us. I guess moving forward and, and looking looking further forward, there's probably some, some natural drive for, for NIAS to, to increase our involvement in, in two, down two lines. One is there's a centre of sporting excellence out there and as Mike said, it's about usage, it's about a presence and we'd love to work in that space. And another one that I think sort of supplements what we were just discussing or what was just discussed um, is the UNE Tamworth uh, and the university coming to town. I think their uh, model that they're going to deliver down here is unique and it's going to be heavily reliant on and working in collaboration with industry. And it provides good opportunities for us as, a, as an organisation, but it provides opportunities for the sport and health sector more broadly that we can sort of tap into their expertise. They can use us as, as the industry in, the, in the, uh, this, this town to sort of provide mutually beneficial opportunities. So that's where we'd like to look moving forward. But isn't that an example of build it and they will come? We've got the sports time when we've got the opportunity there for, to deliver training um, for different facets of what they do, sports management and exercise physiologists. So we've built it and they will come. Absolutely. I think it's a, it's a natural fit and you know, bigger picture for TSE, it supports the Blueprint 100. It's about bringing people to town. It's about creating opportunities and education and it, it's, uh, it's a good fit. You're right. So Mike, what can we see from ALEC and uh, where are we going in you know, the rest of 2021? 
Yeah, sure, Tony. Look, I'm certainly hoping for some exciting times ahead. <laughs> certainly not in comparison to what we've just experienced. You know, look, off the back of that 1920 financial year where we had only 153 utilised days in comparison, created only $10.2 million, sorry, $10.6 million worth of activity for the Tamworth region. We'll see in this current financial year uh, even, I would expect, only half of that sort of number given our, our very short number of days, uh, less than 70-odd utilised days, over this uh, immediate past financial year or by the end of this financial year. So uh, so times have been tough. We've seen some fantastic uh, bounce back from our sporting um, bodies and sporting groups, though. Um, some big bookings for uh, our following year and, and, you know, over 200 days booked up now. And it's really then just a matter of trying to work with those individual organisations to to help them uh, understand how they can move through this this uh, new operating environment that we're in. I, I do think, though, that that brings plenty of opportunity and exciting opportunity. And I don't discount Tim or James's comments in, in regard to the importance that Tamworth Regional Council play in the coordination of this, you know, through that sport and, and, and rec strategic plan that exists and, and a real strategised effort, I guess, for, for Tamworth in recognising that we've come a long way since 2008 and there is still plenty to go. We've seen some fantastic growth, some fantastic benefits for our our region, and you know through our continued work in that area, we can keep keep seeing a, you know a growth that's going to be important for our region for a long time to come. Great. Well, thanks so much to everybody for joining us today, and uh, you can catch the podcast on any of your favourite podcast apps and subscribe so you can hear the next one.